Hi, Samir and Samet here, and welcome to our F1 podcast. Today we'll be talking about the 2021 Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and boy this was a hectic race. Yeah, it wasn't even the race that was all the drama. The whole weekend, in terms of entertainment, in my opinion, provided the most entertainment. Starting off in free practice, we haven't been to Baku since 2019, so the drivers had to get used to the track. And turn 15 was catching a lot of drivers off guard. Yes, we saw multiple crashes, including Charles Leclerc and... um, Max Verstappen. Yeah. So... And in and then qualifying, we saw out of nowhere Leclerc get pole position. He got he was able to pick up a really good slipstream down the main straight in his first Q three run, and and then he got pole. But that's not just the drama in qualifying. There were also multiple crashes in qualifying, including a surprise of in Q two Daniel Ricciardo crashing his McLaren. Yeah, there were four red flags throughout the whole qualifying session. That ties a record. And in qualifying two, we saw, um, or in qualifying three, we saw Yuki Sonoda hit the wall after he missed his breaking point, which also caught Carlos Sainz off guard, which caused Sainz to also spin out. So that was for the second week in a row, Max Verstappen was denied a chance to get pulled because of a red flag. But a man who almost got pole position was Pierre Gasly. He went fastest through the far sector and he was and he was up on Leclerc through the middle sector. And if I was Franz Toss, I would have told Yuki Sonoda to slow down and to give Pierre the biggest slipstream of his life. Because then Pierre maybe would have gotten it onto the front row or even pole. Yes, indeed. And then, so Leclerc got pole. Hamilton, after a miserable weekend for Mercedes... During free practice, Mercedes looked like they were incredibly slow. But then at the start of qualifying, it looked like they had just been sandbagging during practice. And it actually, like, gotten faster for qualifying. But Mercedes, they didn't give Bottas any toad runs, which means they didn't give Bottas any slipstream. So Bottas started P10, while Bottas was made gave Hamilton slipstream that allowed Hamilton to qualify P2. And then Verstappen qualified P3. Yeah, for Mercedes, it was looking to be a decent weekend, all things considered, until obviously in the race, Hamilton threw it all away. So at lights out, it was a pretty okay start. Leclerc kept the lead into turn one, and then Verstappen was just trying to get past Hamilton. And Perez was there as well. When Hamilton got past Leclerc, Verstappen did quickly after, and then Perez did. So it was looking like Perez had the pace of the leaders. Yeah, Perez was matching the leaders too. And he also, again, he's consistently right there. And he's um doing exactly what Red Bull wanted him to do, which is to help be a backup to Verstappen and help score as many points as possible. So in the beginning of the race, Pirelli said that the hard compound of tyres could do at least 40 laps. That didn't seem the case for two drivers. First, Lance Stroll crashed out early after his tyre failed, coming onto the long straight. And then, of course, Max Verstappen, who was looking to take an easy victory, in his own words, an easy victory. His tyre then popped with, like, five five laps to go. And that saw Perez take the lead from Hamilton and then Vettel. Mm -hmm. So after Stroll's crash... 
that brought out a safety car. And during the safety car, they had, they, um, some drivers pitted. But, like, Vettel, the other Aston Martin, he had stayed out before the safety car and then pitted before it came out. So he was running, actually, in a really good position with fresher tires. So he was looking to pile pressure on other drivers. And at the restart, he actually got Leclerc and Gasly and put himself up into P4. Yeah, and then obviously after Max Verstappen hit or got crashed out, then they um, then the red flag came out. So then all the drivers decided to put on the soft tires, and Vettel was the only one who had fresh soft tires available. Yes, but after Verstappen's crash, another big thing that I'm not sure actually was highlighted is highlighted as much. When they was a sit, when they were in the safety car phase after Verstappen's crash, they actually were supposed to go through the pit lane and not through the main straight, and Nicholas Latifi's engineer said stay out. So Latifi actually stayed out out of the pit lane, but his engineer thought Latifi knew to go through the pit lane and not into the box. So, and then Latifi came on the radio and said stay out means stay out of the pit lane. Yeah. And another thing that probably that was not illustrated at all or no one was talking about, you have to like go onto YouTube or some other place to find it. At over the line on the final lap, Mick Schumacher managed to overtake Nikita Mazepin, and Mazepin kind of moved as Mick was about to pull out. So Mick got really mad and on the radio. Yeah, I feel like that was a dangerous move for Mazepin. Yeah, because it was so close to the wall. It could have easily resulted in maybe a two-car DNF. So, during the red flag period, we also were able to hear some of the new things they had introduced, the new FIA and team radio, and we were hearing McLaren saying Sonoda wasn't slowing down during red flags and he should get penalised because Norris was right behind Sonoda. And then Michael Massey came on the radio and said, what? Well, if Sonoda wasn't slowing down, but so were all the other drivers. So if I penalize penalize Sonoda, I'm going to penalize all of you. So he basically shut down McLaren's protests. Yeah, it sounded like, according to the FIA, it sounded like all of the drivers aren't respecting the double-waved yellows as much as they should be. So during the red flag as well... The drivers had the opportunity to change tyres, and Vettel was the only one in the top five to have softs, as you said. New softs. So everyone was sort of hyping up, hopefully, like to see if Vettel could have a chance of maybe getting into the lead. Yeah, even Pierre Gasly, too, who was lined up on fourth, he also looked like he was going to be mighty quick. So at, at let's talk about the restart now. Coming to the restart, the, we saw Hamilton's brakes were smoking a lot. Like, I mean, a lot, if you saw the replay. So when lights went out, he did get the better start than Perez. That's the only thing Perez really needs to work on in the Red Bull car, just to get better starts. Yeah. That's kind of his weakness. But so Hamilton got a better start, and then he went through on Perez. And then as he went down the inside, he locked up, and he went straight on. So what happened was... He, there's this setting on the Mercedes car, car called Magic that helps um, front warming, that helps warm the brakes more and then transfers the heat to the tires as well. So Hamilton turned it off and then at the start, 
on when Hamilton upshifted, it basically flicked on the magic switch. So then there was more heat in the brakes than Hamilton would have liked, which caused Hamilton to lock up and go straight on. It, yes, it changed the brake bias all the way to the front tires, and basically only the front brakes were working and not the rears. And that's why Hamilton's front brakes locked up, because his rears weren't working at all. Yeah, it was kind of lucky that Perez didn't, didn't hit the... Did, didn't hit Hamilton. Yeah. It was also lucky Hamilton went fast into the corner because otherwise if he was going slowly he could have carried Perez yeah. with, with, with him which could, allowed, which could have allowed Vettel to go down the inside. But Perez maintained the lead into turn one from Vettel and Gasly and then we were all wondering if Vettel could get slipstream for Perez but Perez pulled a really sizable gap. And we also saw Leclerc and Gasly fighting for the remainder podium spot. On the last lap, Leclerc used slipstream to get past Gasly, but in the first turn, Gasly outbraked Leclerc and kept the podium spot. Yeah, even in turn two and turn three, too, Gasly consistently went down the inside on Leclerc. Mm -hmm. And so basically, then the Perez was able to take the checkered flag in his sixth race for Red Bull. And Vettel delivered Aston Martin's first podium since their return to F1. And Pierre Gasly for Alpha Tauri came home third ahead of Leclerc. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to point out too was Yuki Tsunoda kind of needs to watch himself on the radio. In my opinion, I feel like he's getting too mad on the radio. Like in this race, he told his engineer to shut up because he couldn't change the setting. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's going to be harmful in the long run for Sonoda if he continues to get mad like this on the radio. Yes, another good bit about radio was when Mazepin's engineer said, change it this setting, similar to in Monaco. Mazepin in Monaco said, no, I can't, you're having a laugh, I'm in Monaco. But then when he the engineer came here, came on the radio here, he's, he changed it and he said, we're not in Monaco. I feel like that was just a funny joke. Yeah, it was pretty funny, actually. So, in the end, Perez won his first race for Red Bull. This was actually his first podium for Red Bull, as well as his first win. Vettel got his first podium for Aston Martin. I feel like he's getting his form now. And then Pierre Gasly in, in the Alpha Tauri came home P3. Yeah, it was, in terms of entertainment, again, it was probably the most exciting race of the season so far. If every race can be like this for the rest of the season, then I'll be very excited. Mm -hmm. And so, because Hamilton and Verstappen didn't score any points, now Verstappen still leads the championship from Hamilton with the same gap, but Red Bull extend their lead in the Constructors' Championship. And also in the Constructors' Championship, Ferrari now move into P3 ahead of McLaren, despite Sainz having that moment at the castle section where he locked up and went straight on into the runoff road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the 2021 Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Make sure to join us next time as we review the 2021 French Grand Prix. Thank you.